360 Biz on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com. It is cliffcentral.com. My name is Deborah Homafordi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360Biz. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. You know that whenever you hear us on air, this is a show that brings you all things business. Um, we bring in subject matter expert. We bring in regulators. We bring in industry champion and most importantly, game changers of note week in, week out. If ever you want to catch on some of the shows that we've had in the weeks, you can always go to www.cliffcentral.com. And go to Tuesday or to Wednesday and um, go to podcast. You'd actually get to see the tab 360biz and you get to listen to some of um, the shows that we had. Or you can download the Cliff Central app um, on your iPhone, um, on your, you know, Android um, device and you can definitely um, get to be part of the show. We obviously definitely on social media, you can always follow us on uh, at cliffcentral.com. Um, on Instagram and Cliff Central uh, page on Facebook, and it's at cliffcentral.com on Instagram as well. I'm not alone in studio. I'm with my boy, Bulelan Bala. Bala. How are you, Fana? I mean, I'm good, eh? I'm so excited. And it's so weird that I'm excited because i got a traffic fine driving here. You're kidding me. Yeah, for driving without a driver's license. But I'm excited. But but I <laughs> but, but I, 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 I saw your, your Insta live that you were being escorted by police officers with motorbikes. And I thought, oh, you the VIP thing today. Oh, well, I was tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> I was tailgating them in the morning. I was running late. First meeting in Santon, 7 a.m. But I'm excited to be in studio today and uh, talking about nation building you know we're talking uh, I think I think I made a passing comment a little bit earlier on talking mm. about how big I am and that I've been building a nation but I'm now keen to build this nation yeah, yeah. I think before we talk about the issue of uh, being a nation builder are you a nation builder in your no, definitely man definitely I think it's important to be a nation builder and play an active role in building your um, your community I mean I think for the past three and a half years we've been running initiatives in and around the um, uh, in and around the townships mm-hmm. and all over South Africa and we've been able to impact over 5,500 township entrepreneurs okay. so you know this because I know you do a lot of work as well in the space and you know being able to impact people's lives is priceless yeah no definitely so you're saying you qualify as a nation builder no definitely man definitely I think they need to bump the cheese up maybe <laughs> I don't know, 1.5, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, a million, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's the discussion um, that we're having today, that are you a nation builder, are you a game changer um, in terms of, you know, being an entrepreneur? You know that even in this show, I think this is one of the biggest shows, um, that we always discuss issues of entrepreneurship and nation building as a whole, because we're actually transforming people's lives week in, week out. Uh, talking about all things business, but however, there are as well other nation builders that are, are in a social space. You know, entrepreneurship. I always say there's uh, different kinds of entrepreneurs. There's others that are in the social space. They, the likes of uh, your Bulelani. Um, Bulelani, you are a, a social entrepreneur, right? Yeah, well, I think you are di- both. We are actually both because we're yeah, running a commercial business, commercial business, and, and one that and is impacting yeah. uh, kind of business. No, definitely. I'm excited that even in last week on the show, we did say that we're going to be having Nation Builder um, in studio, Nation Builder together with the University of Stellenbosch um, Launch Lab. And the Megan Group is inviting business pitches for their inaugural social innovation challenge. The competition aims to identify and support South Africa's social entrepreneurs with an opportunity to win a share of 150,000 seed capital into your business. Entrepreneurs with a self-sustainable business idea, no matter how simple 
or small that addresses particular social issues positively impacts communities, empowers the disadvantage, or has the potential to solve local problems in innovative ways. You are invited to enter the Social Innovation Challenge where 10 finalists will receive an exposure to a broader network of business investors at the final pitching event which will be hosted by Launch Lab in Stellenbosch on the 13th of June 2018. I mean, three final winners will receive their portion of the 150,000 uh, funding capital as well as a business support from Launch Lab themselves. I'm excited that um, in studio uh, I'm going to be sitting or I've got, I'm, I'm sitting uh, with Gwenda Lirange who's the communication coordinator and I'm sitting with Brendan Pascal, who's the head uh, of incubation. And I know that online as well, we're going to be uh, joined by the executive director, um, you know, Carrie Lemack or Carrie McDonald. Carrie Lemack is actually her, her Skype handle. But this is a show that we're bringing you today. I'm actually excited without wasting any time. Let me take this opportunity to actually welcome our guest in studio so that they can tell us who they are and... Um, I'm thinking that these people are supposed to be in Cape Town, but hey, they are in Jobek. <laughs> and Peter, I guess they'll get to tell us why they're here. Let me take this opportunity. Are we doing ladies first, Brendan, or what are yeah, we doing? Yeah, ladies first. No, definitely. Um, no, Gwen, uh, Gwenda, uh, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is that you do? Hi, and thanks for having us here. I am the co- uh, communications coordinator for Nation Builder. And um, do you want me to tell you about Nation Builder now? Yeah, no, you can. Okay, cool. Nation Builder is a, a not-for-profit organization, mm-hmm. and our aim is to inspire and equip businesses to lead social change in South Africa. So we believe that business plays a key role mm-hmm. in social change. They um, they have a lot of funds. They are keen to be involved, and so Nation Builder um, provides them with resources, tools, a community to help them to do that in the best way possible so that their money makes the greatest impact. Okay, so then tell me, when are you in Joburg? Are you in Cape Town? I'm actually in Pretoria. You're actually in Pretoria? Yes, but our head, offices are, in, <laughs> our head offices are in Stellenbosch. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Now, let me take this opportunity to welcome Brendan. Uh, Brendan, say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Hey, awesome. Thanks for having us here. Um, I run all of the startup related stuff with the launch lab down in Stellenbosch with the university's business incubator but we we run initiatives all over the country so I just zoomed here from Vitz I think the event's still going on we're working with the Vitz Shimolachong precinct also with a few different initiatives but we run national things trying to promote entrepreneurship yes we're based in Stellenbosch mm-hmm. uh, but we have 70 businesses based all over the country sure 70 businesses yeah seven zero. Seven zero, not one seven Oh, okay. And forty <laughs> something of those are actually based in the Cape. Is it? Yeah. So, what kind of businesses are these? Uh, mostly high tech stuff. Okay. So, we started commercializing university technology. Mm-hmm. So, you get this crazy engineering or some new agritech thing that comes out, and they say, "Here, Launch Lab, help us make money." And if the fees are going to fall, all of the universities have to have one of these TTOs, True. tech transfer offices. Yeah. So, if the fees are going to fall. We need to figure out how universities can actually make money from all this research and not just publish articles, but actually create businesses. And we have quite a few of those that are making some big waves, like the the shirt I'm wearing here, Kustos. No one can see it because we're on radio, but I'm wearing it. No, no, no. We'll we'll, we'll get to tweet the shit. Yeah, but so, they, uh, <laughs> these so. guys embed Bitcoin mm-hmm. as a digital watermark in movie and ebook files to okay. help prevent piracy. 
So Just that's the kind of high tech stuff that we play with every day. Wow, it's exciting, Blaine. Eh? That's amazing. So I mean, obviously, that's not visible to the human eye. No, is it? but it is to a computer. Even if you oh. were, if you're sitting there with your phone recording a movie, and that movie you upload to Pirate Bay or BitTorrent. Not that I know what those things are, but I've heard <laughs> of them. I could see that with a certain package that Custos has developed. I can see that it is infringed IP. And then we can prosecute the infringer of that and actually extract Bitcoin out of that movie file. And if I'm a pirate and I'm extracting the Bitcoin, I get paid. And then you as the content owner, you can then prosecute whoever it was that leaked it in the first place. That's amazing. And when, when, when you talk about the fact that you guys work a lot with entrepreneurs in the tech space, mm. are you finding a lot of great and amazing tech ideas in the country? Yeah, like uh, South Africa is actually pretty phenomenal with the amount of innovation in, in technology coming out. Do you know, so Amazon Web Services, kind of the start of cloud computing, was dreamed up in Cape Town. It's not an American or European thing. It's a Cape Town thing. It's a South African thing. Mm-hmm. And we just, we need to get better at promoting our story. We have amazing stuff to talk about. We're doing amazing things. We just don't sell it very well. And that's as a foreigner that's been here for 13 years, I'm adopted South African. I'm an American African. And I see that often. We just, we don't, we're not confident enough that we are world class. We are absolutely world class. Hmm. Okay. Before we actually get into detail into oh, this sorry, one, yeah. <laughs> into the, uh, the world class, uh, stuff, let me take this opportunity to actually welcome, um, Kerry McDonald, who's the executive director, um, of Nation Builder. How are you, Kerry? I'm well, thanks and you. It's wonderful to be on your show. No, good. Thanks. Kerry, do you want to take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is that you do? Absolutely. Um, so as Gwen uh, told you guys, I am uh, head of the Nation Builder um, Initiative. And what we do is we spend a lot of time with businesses, um, a range from corporates to your medium to large businesses. Um, we actually have such a great job. We spend time with people that are passionate about utilizing um, their business to make a difference in our country. Be that with money, be it with skills, time, um there's just so many clever ways that you can actually use what you do between nine and five every day yeah. to make an impact on our country. So I think we have the best job. We get to spend time with incredible leaders, business leaders, and help them to leverage their passion to not only make money, but to make a difference. Yeah. I mean, speaking about making a difference, um, I mean, Kerry, do you want to quickly tell us, I mean, um, Gwenda did touch base a bit on who Nation Builder is. Do you want to maybe uh, go into detail and probably as well tell us how long have you been around? And what is it that you guys actually do specifically, to for, especially for small businesses and the likes? Well, we're actually part of a bigger group called the Mergon Group. And um, we have an amazing story as a group um, itself where we're an investment company. And um, we actually have 70% of our shares are held by our charitable foundation. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, we distribute um, funds to different um, not-for-profit organizations. We actually say partner rather because um, we believe that it's a peer thing where you um, where you work together to have social change. So our foundation um, partners with, a, with different organizations in South Africa um, and up into Africa. Mm-hmm. Higher up in Africa, and um, and then we are the third leg of the group where we found um, many people coming to us because of our unique story and positioning, because our company is so philanthropically positioned, and we have such an amazing purpose at the core of us. Um, we find many business leaders coming to us asking for advice and insights on how to 
leverage that desire to use your business to make a difference. Um, very similarly to what our group has done, but everybody's story is going to look different. Mm. So we don't want to be a blueprint, but um, we always we, we were very excited to help people figure out how they can do it with their businesses. So Nation Builder was birthed six years ago in 2012. I'm um, out of that space of really wanting to support businesses, small and large, um, to really find that sweet spot on how to effectively deploy funds and um, skill sets and um, product to make a difference. So I think I think the one thing that we so often forget is that it seems like an easy job to distribute funds, but it's actually, if you're wanting to have an impact and you're wanting to see a sustainable impact, you actually have to think about it quite strategically. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's our desire is to see every rand and every hour um, spent spend wisely so that we can ensure that we create the ripple of change that we want to see in our country. Wow. No, it's actually a very interesting story that, that, that you, um, you've made mention of. So now, I mean, um, some of the resources, I mean, that um, I don't know whether this is going to be handled by you or by uh, by Gwenda here, in terms of some of the resources that that you guys, um, you know, are having as, as now Nation Builder for the benefit of small businesses besides funding. What mm-hmm. is it, Gwenda? Well, we don't actually fund small businesses. We, um, we rather provide them with, with resources. So we have, um, developed a couple of, um, books that you can download, um, practical guidelines on how to do your social investment. So it will go through everything from purpose to your social investment team to, um, rolling out your plans. And, um, we actually get all this information from collabs that we do. So we invite, Experts in the field of social development. Mm. We um, invite people from that are on the ground working for not for profits. Mm-hmm. Um, we get uh, uh, consultants, and then we sit around and chat with them, and we get ideas, and we 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 sort of gather information from them, and then we put together resources that sort of best practice mm. resources for the companies. So then they can get these books free on our website and, um, it, and can, there's workbooks that go with them to help them work through their social investment plan. We also have online tools. So it's a, um, there's a, a benchmarking tool as well as a health check. Okay. So companies can go on and also for free, um, fill in this form and then it will tell them sort of how they're doing in their social investment, whether they, the, whether their strategy is good, whether their, their partnership model is good, that kind of thing. And then it gives you real-time results and gives you suggestions on how you can improve. And um, then we also have our community. So we have an online community, kind of like a sort of like a Facebook for business. Oh, okay. Where people can connect, um, share ideas, ask questions. That kind of thing, and um, the re- we also have exclusive resources on that community for for whoever wants to join, and then yeah, blogs, uh, articles by experts, podcasts, that kind of thing. Hmm. I mean, Kerry, uh, before I get to Brandon, tell me why specifically social entrepreneurs though as a focus. Well, we believe that. Um Sure. The, some of the, the social challenges that we face in South Africa, we know are large. Mm. And um, some of the government's initiatives of wanting to increase um, employment and decrease unemployment in our country are essential. And we fully we fully support our national development plan. Um, and in order to achieve it, and actually part of the national development plan, is to create a space where we can create jobs, 
at the same time as addressing some of the social ills. Um, so it's really one of the most effective ways and strategic ways to deploy any kind of support within to the into social development, if you want to call it that, um, is through social entrepreneurship. So just as you were talking about earlier before we joined you, um, social entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs. They have business ideas that generate profits and, mm-hmm. and make incomes and employ people. Um, the only difference is that there's a, a social um, challenge that it's addressing at the same time. So it's not only... Um, generating income and stimulating the economy, which is always good for our country, but it is um, specifically addressing a social um, challenge like access to markets that you were talking about um, so that more people have access to the opportunities to um, generate a living for themselves and um, be employed. Mm. So, um, I mean, um, maybe let's come, uh, I think that Brendan since he's the head of incubation. Uh, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a couple of questions. <laughs> got a couple of, I, I, know, I, I know. <laughs> no, uh, do, do, do you want to hit on the first question or should Brandon, I go? man, um, I think maybe just to pick your brain on something. <laughs> what's mm. your views on possibly what you guys are do, doing different from other incubators that are out there or rather what, what, what makes, um, you guys stand out, you know, from the rest? Sure. No softball questions here. Sorry. You're sorry. not sticking to the script. No. Unscripted. Um, I think one thing that helps us stand out from Stellenbosch is that we were backed by the most innovative university in the country. And so I say that in the last nine years, Stellenbosch University has the most internationally recognized patents than any entity in the country. So really? Coming, yes. Okay. I can send you stats if you're interested. But mm. since 2009, mm-hmm. we have more globally recognized patents than any entity. That's including Sassel, CSIR, every other university in the country. Wow. So if you're leading in that kind of research and innovation, then you're going to have things that are interesting to commercialize. So building on that foundation, we just had a lot to start playing with. And then if you have all that high-tech innovation already, it's easy to commercialize things. So Kustos, they're... Their business is based on one of those patents. There's a lot of other things too. So building on that, it's easy to commercialize stuff that's that innovative, but then that's only 15% of the businesses we work with. Mm -hmm. So you get that critical mass and then you'd see all of the rest of this momentum building like, hey, these people, they look like me, they sound like me, let's build some businesses. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of launched into this movement, at least around Stellenbosch, of all of this startup activity. And so we recently received an award from University Business Incubators Global as the top one uh, in Africa. So that was, that was quite an achievement for us. You've never heard about UBI because you're not a University Business Incubator person. Yeah. But we've been recognized on the international stage as getting something right. But, but, but you, know, you, know, you know the good thing about what you're saying, Brendan, is mm-hmm. that right now you see you've become part of the family. Yeah, I'm so, an American African. <laughs> yeah, like and, and, and now you're part of the Cliff Central family. Mm. So the beauty about that is that now when you're receiving these awards and these recognition, you're able to come to us mm. and we're able to, you know what, amplify and celebrate you as well Absolutely. along other entrepreneurs. Because right now for me, I, am, I think it's something that um, as well, um, Kerisha must bear in mind to say you guys are seeming to be doing something amazing. Do you understand? So that's why obviously this needs to be going to more people, needs to be going to the masses. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So that we're able to impact more businesses. Cause so that in order obviously for social entrepreneurs as a whole and entrepreneurs know 
um, about the value, I mean, of what you guys are doing as a nation builder and how can they tap into, you know, the incubation that and the resources that you guys um, are supplying in terms of um, helping them. So, but anyway, without wasting time, Kerry, um, social innovation challenge, how did that come about? So the social innovation challenge was really um, something to try and challenge mindset. So I think we we obviously deal with lots of businesses. We have a big community of businesses that get together and um, chat through the things that um, hinder and help us, I suppose, in our development journey. Mm-hmm. And we so often find that we get boxed into what we know. Okay. So we know how to run businesses. And the moment somebody talks about social entrepreneurship, which is a big buzzword at the moment. It is. Um, it scares us as business leaders because it feels like we have to shut down our business and start something totally new um, that that is around veggie gardens or something like that. That's the that's the sort of mind the mind frame that we have when we speak about social entrepreneurship. But that's not true. It's really just looking at our country's challenges from a different perspective and seeing them as opportunities where we can um, support and go in and actually create solutions. Um, and that even equals having product ranges that will meet needs of certain um, income brackets or um, LSMs. So um, so the Social Innovation Challenge was put out there because we're really excited to find those homegrown solutions where people have got incredible innovation. I think we so often look beyond our borders. We look um, across the oceans to other continents to um, see That's if their true. innovations will solve our problems. But yeah. Our challenges are unique, and South Africans are phenomenal people, yeah. and we have all the solutions here, we believe. So we're wanting to find those gold nuggets, those gems of ideas, and showcase them. And um, So obviously, it's a national competition. So across the country, we're wanting to find them so that we can showcase them and just start getting people to think differently about the way that we approach business in our country. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, um, you, you, you're raising a valid point. Um, in terms of showcasing um, some of these businesses and the innovation, because right now, I mean, some of these businesses, I mean, for me, I think it's unfair that um, you find when you look at other countries, um, social social innovation is something that is encouraged and it's something that is amplified. When where else, when you come to South Africa, tenderpreneurs are amplified. <laughs> um, That's true. You know, and, and right now I think, um, I don't know what you think, Bulena, in terms of what, um, Nation Lab is doing. No, man, I think I love it, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a social entrepreneur. I'm thinking <laughs> others are listening and they're itching. So they want to know how do you get in? Yeah. No. How, how do I, how do I get my ideas to you guys? How do I apply? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think, I think that, that, that part is, it's very exciting. I think before we even get to that, maybe Brenda must tell us about Launch Lab. Um, you know, then from there, I think you'd lead us, um, obviously into how now people can actually, um, getting into, um, you yeah. know, applying and being part of this exciting initiative. So at Launch Lab, we're all about facilitating valuable connections and nation builder you, you, has, you're going to have to repeat that, Brandy. Facilitating yeah. valuable connections. Nice. Because like the, it. all the content, all these, uh, I was thinking I might have missed something in the last question. All these incubators around the country, there's a lot, right? And there I just is. came from Vitz and their Shemilahong precinct. They do the similar thing. Yeah. Um, content is free. You can read a book. Read the Lean Startup. It's not secret. Anyone can do that. Everyone knows about the business model canvas. The content isn't the thing. It's the connections with customers, investors, but also just connections between the entrepreneurs. I mean, 
the magic isn't reading and then doing and then turning in an assignment. It's we were running some programs recently and the five different businesses going through their week of engaging with customers out there in the world and coming back and saying, sharing with each other what we accomplished in the last week. What barriers did I have to overcome? And then what did I learn that I can go and do next week? It's really simple, but you get a cohort together of mm-hmm. the right kind of entrepreneurs and then the magic happens just in those conversations. And then I just kind of sit back and let that happen and they sort themselves out. So there's no magic in I'm so clever, listen yeah. to what I say. <laughs> go out there and get it done. And we help people go out there and get it done. And if you need access to a customer or a client or a partner, that's where we come in. Nation Builder, their partner base is massive of large companies, Soho Sun, KPMG, Investec, GrowthPoint, Attack, companies that are trying to do things better in the social investment space. And that network is what we want to connect the startups with. And we have our own um, partners slash clients, Nedbank, Santum, Mercedes-Benz, Attack, which is a, they built them all of Africa and Waterfall City. Mm-hmm. There's a few more coming on. We exist to connect startups with those entities to get access to market and access to funding. And yes, investors come around, but investors follow customers. So it's not about pitching to a VC. It's how can I get people paying me for the value I'm creating? Hmm. And who's paying you for the value you're creating? <laughs> <laughs> well, my clients, man. But I, I find it so interesting that you are able to build a system that allows the entrepreneurs to grow. Because I felt most of the time, and being an entrepreneur as well, was at some point caught up in an incubation process that you you feel like you are being, I don't know, smothered or mothered or whatever the case is. And when you are able to allow entrepreneurs to work amongst themselves and build their own mm-hmm. uh, uh, thingy, um, their own way out of their own processes, then it makes it easier because even when he leaves or she leaves, they're able to stand on their mm-hmm. own two feet. So right. I like that model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, Gwenda, tell me, mm-hmm. according to you, what is social? innovation okay well i think we've already touched on it a little bit but it's a basically a, an original or innovative mm-hmm. uh, solution to a, a well-defined social problem so poor access to quality education or healthcare or something like that there's a problem in society and then somebody comes up with a solution to that but it's a business solution it it, it can it can make profit it can be self-sustainable mm-hmm. it doesn't need it, it's not a charity. Yeah. So it doesn't depend on investors to to keep giving funding every month. It it, it generates its, its able, own profit. It, it's able to become sustainable. Yeah. You know why I'm asking you that? Mm. Because somebody will hear us busy saying social entrepreneurship, social entrepreneurship, and they'll come as NPOs and as mm. you understand. So that's why the reason I'm asking so that obviously we put that emphasis mm. so that they know and understand, yeah. you know, the kind of what do we mean in terms of social innovation, the kind of social entrepreneurs that we're looking for. Because yeah, so it's pointless coming here. The next thing, when we leave, we've got an influx of applications from NPOs yeah. and stuff. Do you understand? Yeah. So we we love what the NPOs do. They do amazing work. They're leading social change. They're doing really incredible stuff in South Africa. And we we are very proud to be associated with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But Funding keeps being cut to NPOs and NGOs. And, That's true. And so we need to come up with more su- more sustainable solutions. And um, we need to look to new ways to make sure that society doesn't suffer. Um, so that's where the business side of things comes in. And um, so social entrepreneurs see society's problems as 
opportunities to mm. create a business. Is it? Um, I mean, um, Kerry, I mean, why do you think um, social innovation um, angle is important in entrepreneurship conversations? So? Yeah, I think it's very important um, to what Gwen said. I mean, I think not-for-profits, um, there may be many not-for-profits listening to this that might have social innovation ideas that okay. want to um, sort of bring that kind of um, thought forward and enter into the competition because I find that um, as we deal with a lot of not-for-profits, mm-hmm. there are incredible ideas out there. There's just not seed capital to assist in getting it off the ground. Um, so I just wanted to quickly say don't um, – I think not-for-profits are welcome to be part of it, but just make sure that the idea is a sustainable one okay. <laughs> or a business model that you bring forward. Um, but the reason behind the social innovation challenge is really that, to find those solutions and especially um, supporting the – I don't know if you've heard about the sort of the triangle between government, business, and civil society working together to address our country's challenges. Yes. And I think this is such a nice way to do it where – we know that the government has an agenda to um, look at our, our social issues and try and address them, mm-hmm. but it's important for business and civil society to work together with government um, on this. It's, it's essential for the three of us to work together, and this is a wonderful way to plug straight into that plan. Um, you're, you're, you're sort of living in two worlds. You're addressing the civil society element where you're dealing with the social element. You're also got, you've got the business and sustainability element to your model. And then the dream and the hope is that we can actually get government to come and, um, and scale eventually if there are some incredible ideas out there. I know that um, we have many great examples, even through our not-for-profits, where something has been created and formed and then government comes along and actually scales it into something that can go national um, and can influence so many more lives. So it's almost um, social entrepreneurs are like the R&D unit and then um, together with government we can sometimes scale it to much bigger levels than we'd ever be able to do by ourselves. So we're looking forward to that that sort of triangle of collaboration where we really believe the sweet spot is mm-hmm. for making a difference. Hmm. I love the fact that you've mentioned sweet spot. So I'm hoping that Brandon, in terms of uh, with some of the launch lab case studies, will give us some of the sweet spots. Okay, Brandon? You're going to have to limit me. Oh, I, have, okay. I have quite a few. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm in my head thinking between two, and maybe the one I can do the quickest is this one. Um, Mzansi Go is an Uber for moving trucks. And what's socially innovative about it is, so this guy got married. He was moving from one part of Cape Town to another. He goes to a light pole, and he, he needs a mover mm-hmm. to move his bed and whatever. So he finds a number, calls the guy, I think, uh, I forget the guy's name now. He was the first crew. He actually moved my wife and I the other day when we moved house. So he calls the guy. They book a move. He's a little bit suspect because there's no vetting process for this, and it's just random light pole. The guy comes, uh, very professional, loads the stuff well, doesn't break anything, and then takes it to the end, and they agreed on a price. And he was impressed by just the character of the entrepreneur. He was a owner of the truck, mm-hmm. him and one other crew person. And he's asking the guy, like, how do people do people pay you okay? Because this is a cash thing, and what happens? Like, do you always get paid? He said sometimes they want to negotiate me down from five hundred to three hundred, and then I get the stuff to the place and we unload it all. They're like, "Ish, I've only got one fifty. And then what do you do? Because there's no security in that. He's like, "Okay, let me build a Google form, and people can email you or SMS and book time slots and whatever." And uh, the owner of the truck said, cool. So um, the founder of Mzantigo did that. And then that was 
last March, right?、Mm-hmm. So a year later, that one crew is twenty crews.、Wow. So forty people now getting access to this, all owner operated. So the guys, it's like Uber, kind of. They own the truck. They employ one person to work with them. They do a lot of training and professionalism and taking care of people's stuff when you move it. You, it's a flat rate. So they,、uh, you pay based on time and based on distance they have to travel, and just there's a per load price. So the guys, they're not having to figure out the petrol thing that's worked into the price, not the time thing, so you can get more into a day. So they that. Those twenty crews, on average, have gone from doing four to five moves per week、mm-hmm. at five hundred bucks a pop to three or four per day. Okay, so that, do the maths yourself. That, that's major growth. That's, yeah. That's, oh, it's major empowerment.、Mm. Yes, it's growth. But those two people, instead of two five per week that they're splitting, they're splitting two five per day. Sure. And what does that do to kids' education and empowering other things and saving for retirement and investing and having side hustles? Like、mm-hmm. you can do the imagining yourself. What empowerment that creates, and that's one of a handful of things that we're working with. That's it's creating a massive social impact, but it is about making money and doing a business.、Hmm. Wow, <laughs> no man, I think I find it amazing because the whole premise around, and I've experienced this as well as an entrepreneur. How you are rendering a service, you are there to deliver, and you've delivered to spec, and they're just pushing you down. And I can imagine in that particular market and that particular space, there's nothing you can't do because you've already delivered the goods.、Mm. And I think I've experienced a similar thing when I was speaking to a client just the other day,、mm. and being able to work on that. Well, they're in the beauty industry, but being able to solve that immediately, you know that the money is going to get deducted from the account. So there's no negotiating. So it's a very powerful model. Yeah. And I love how innovation has made life simple, and has made us think out of the box.、Mm. And how you are now able to. But the question I have then is: I love the growth and I love the impact. Are they only based in the Western Cape or? Because it sounds like it's happening it's in the Cape Town.、Uh, you know, so let me tell you the other one I was battling with.、Uh, so three guys, I think two of them live in Alex, and they. One of our clients, Attack, that's also a Nation Builder member.、Mm-hmm. We did a Smart Cities Challenge with them last year. So Gordon Dumasani and Lebohang had this idea of micro jobbing, where if you need groceries, you don't have time, you go on their website, book a few things, then they have someone that goes, buys it, and then delivers it to your door, and they're working on a platform that facilitates that. So they're still in testing the market and getting feedback from customers, but they're working on the tech side now. We connect them to Attack. That says, "Hey, we have tens of thousands of people living in our waterfall city. Don't you want to test it here?" And they said, "Sure." So these three guys—they're there getting feedback from that market, and it's micro-jobbing. So it's people that have spare time, spare capacity, that can provide a service for, for people. And one of the interesting things too. So it's three young African guys, and one of their success stories so far is a sixty-year-old white lady named Mrs. Cindy. Who's very happy to pay these guys to deliver groceries to her door?、Mm. Like that's the kind of story we need to talk about.、Hmm. That's it's a fascinating, it's an empowering story, and we've connected them to Vitz Shimolakong. They're working from that space. We're working with them, working on the business model, connecting them to Attack. Like there's a that's just an awesome story, and we've been able to promote those guys who are really hustling, really resourceful, very humble, very teachable, and how to go about it. And two, they're empowering other people with micro jobs to students earning pocket money, and 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the fact that you you said that these are the stories that we need to be to be talking about. I mean, Kerry, uh, more than anything, do you, do you see though the importance of sharing these stories with the world? Absolutely, I think that's one of the biggest things that um, well, it's something that we're really passionate about at Nation Builder is mm. about stories of hope. Um, our country is such a beautiful place, not only in mountains and seas and, and, you know, landscapes. It's in people and in ideas and innovation. And we need to celebrate that more. Um, so it's so important for us to get the good news out and get the great stories out there that I think our media so often focuses on the negatives yeah. and on the things that aren't working, but there's so much that is working. And, um, yeah, we're very passionate about yeah. telling those not stories. Not media, and- not Cliff Central. <laughs> you hired. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And and one one th- one thing you 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 you've said, Kerry. I think I want I want to I want to pose a challenge to say. I mean, after after this the, this competition campaign, maybe let's have a sit down and let's talk about how can we share these stories going forward. Do you understand? And 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 right now, because we've been the game changer in terms of um, you know what, releasing some of these stories and let everyone else pick it up from what we've built. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Let everyone uh, pick up from what we've shared so that uh, there's interest and so that at the end of the day, it's able to become an extended platform to some of these businesses that you guys are making a difference from. Are you up for the challenge? That would be wonderful. We're totally <laughs> up for that challenge. No, definitely. <laughs> uh, even Gwenda is showing me a thumbs up <laughs> and so that it's, it's actually excellent. Um, Gwenda, coming to you, do you want to mm. perhaps um, answer the, 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 the question that my colleague Bulelani had in terms of who needs to enter this challenge yes. and how do they go about getting their ideas to you? We are so excited about this challenge. Okay. Um, so anybody who has an idea, a business idea that um, addresses a social problem, so mm-hmm. like we discussed earlier, it doesn't have to be a massive solution. It can be something small. They need to send a three-minute video. It can just be a cell phone video um, to to the launch lab. So if you go on Nation Builder's website, which is proudnationbuilder.co.za, there's the link to the um, the launch lab website, and basically you send in a three-minute video explaining your idea. Um, if you go on the website, there's a little bit of criteria of which what sort of things you should address. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically a three-minute video, send it in by the 11th of May, and um, then we're going to whittle it down to the top 10 and then those top 10 are going to um, be showcasing an event at the launch lab in Stellenbosch in June so you're going to be flying them down there yes so the top 10 we will cover their costs to go to Stellenbosch to stay there and um, then there's going to be a panel of business people um, entrepreneurs all sorts of experts and they are going to listen to these top 10 ideas and then pick Three and the top three are going to get their share of the hundred and fifty thousand rand seed capital, mm-hmm. as well as obviously um, assistance from the launch lab incubation, oh. and then also um, Nation Builder has a conference once a year in August where we have all the CEOs of businesses that want to make a difference. So it's like those businesses that Brandon mentioned, the Tsukusan, the Attacks, the Atterbury's, and all these kinds of businesses. So the winner will be given opportunity to present his business idea to all to the these CEOs businesses. at our conference. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Give us the URL quickly um, again. You said the URL for where they can enter is? Okay. Well, you can go to 
proudnationbuilder. Proudnationbuilder.co.za. And then there's a clear link from there to the Launch Lab website. Okay. Can I give you the Launch Lab website too? Yeah, please do. So it's Launch Lab, LA Launch Like a Rocket, L A U N C H Lab, L A B. .co.za forward slash nation builder 2018 because we're, we're hoping there's going to be a 19 and 20 and 30. Can you give it to <laughs> us again? Launchlab.co.za mm-hmm. forward slash nation builder 2018. No, definitely. Kerry, I'm um, coming to you. Why the videos um, to start? And another thing, who will be choosing these finalists and what are they going to be looking for in these pitches? Mm. So I think a two-minute video, um, it's really short. So it makes sure that the person that puts it together has thought about a very quick um, elevator pitch, um, quite a concise idea um, that they're wanting to bring. And hopefully it gives us a good enough idea so that we think that it's a great idea and put them into the top 10. Mm. So a video is just the easiest way to put your plan forward in a quick and manageable way. Um, secondly, the panelists, um, well, there's first a screening process that um, Launch Lab and a team that we've put together internally will be screening all the um, entries that come in and selecting, um, I think it's about 30 um, participants, mm-hmm. and they will be going through a process with Launch Lab that they go through with everybody, which I'm sure Brandon will explain more on. Okay. And then there's the 10 finalists on the night. So it's a really nice evening event on the 13th of June and the panelists we're flying from all around the country. So we have um, people from KZN, Gauteng, Western Cape. Our panel is made up of serial entrepreneurs that have done exceptionally well of um, investment. So people that actually invest in different kinds of um, companies. So people that are in the financial sector. And then we have a couple of people that are specialists in um, enterprise development and social innovation. So a nice cross-section from academia to practical um, understanding to practically do- doing it yourself. Um, so they will be able to um, really ask hard questions on the night to the participants mm-hmm. and I'm sure come up with the best um, top three winners. I mean, Kerry, uh, I'm gonna ask you to have to, to actually name drop one or two uh, people from these panelists because I'm not. My name is not there. I'm not on the list, and I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Are you wanting to be on the list? Why, why not? <laughs> so um we have Sean Tennyson from Growth Point. He's oh, no. on the um executive board of Growth Point and he um heads up all their corporate social responsibility work. I know um, Sean. he also started Copy well. Point, which is their enterprise development at um Growth Point. Yeah. Then um we also have Darlene Menzies. She's a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> um she actually heads up the business chamber in KwaZulu Natal. And um, she's won many awards for her um, SME entrepreneurial enterprises that she started. Um, So she's a phenomenal um, serial entrepreneur. (laughs) And then we have um, another one is Sepo Ntlamele from F&B. He's also part of the um, enterprise development um, leg of F&B. So he looks at all the ways that F&B can invest in sort of smaller enterprises Mm -hmm. to stimulate the economy and then we have a couple of others that aren't 100 percent confirmed but they're mainly from your private equity um sort of um 
spheres, uh, very top, top influential um, executives from your private equity firms. So I just I don't want to give those away yet until I have a hundred percent yes from them. <laughs> so oh, okay. I have mm. I've in principle yeses so far. Yeah, uh, Kerry, do you know the song "Google Me Baby"? Google me, baby. Do you know the song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say that, I'll say, I'll say that to you. You Google me while I speak to Brendan, then we shall speak. <laughs> Brendan, tell me. <laughs> uh, Brendan, tell me. Um, what can the top ten finalists expect at the pitching event on the 13th of June? What can they expect? Yes. Uh, being fascinated. Mm. First of all. Okay. So it's every time we do one of these things, I'm reminded of why. I got into this in the first place. That is important. Because it's it's exciting. And you get up there and it's like, why is the whole of the country not watching what's happening with this thing right now? So they, what happens is the entrepreneurs, they get up there. We've got their three-minute video. We do a a bit of polishing to make it presentable so that they're on the stage in front of these executives. They kind of have a bit of presentation skill. Mm -hmm. Um, They get four minutes to pitch and behind them, there's a countdown clock that's counting down. They can't see it, but everyone in the audience and the judges can see it. So a little bit of drama. Cut them off hard at the end of four minutes, then yeah. four minutes of Q&A from the judges. Mm-hmm. And 10 of them go through on a night that same process. And then on the night, uh, we're aiming to select three winners that get some cash and support from us. Hmm. And there's food and music and... It's always a very exciting it's a party. It, it was actually going to be my next question to Kerry as to what are the, some of the fun ideas that's going to be happening on the evening? <laughs> some of the fun ideas on the evening. Mm. I mean, we had an idea that maybe everybody should bring a suitcase full of money and then, you know, if you like an idea, you can just hand over the suitcase. Mm. But then we decided that might be a bit of a security risk. I'm in I'll fly myself. <laughs> For that suitcase, right? <laughs> No, you need to bring the suitcase. You're a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and some, some more ideas. Uh, so on the evening, it's really going to be, um, I, I think there's some surprises for the evening. I don't want to give too much away. Um, mm. We might have some um, businesses that are there looking for other investment opportunities that you never know. Somebody could put up their hand and um, surprisingly put down an investment um if there's a, if there's something that catches their eye, um, but I don't want to give too much away or create too much expectation um, because it all depends on the types of um, businesses that pitch on the evening. So uh, let's hope we have some killer ideas because then we're going to have lots of fun. Yeah, no, definitely. We, it looks like we are going to have some fun. We're going to be turning up for business. And mainly, uh, Gwenda, uh, what, what, what price, um, is being issued on the day in terms of the top three winners? Okay. So there's 150,000 rand seed capital. Okay. That'll be shared amongst them. And then obviously the, um, business support from Launch Lab. So Launch Lab is going to provide all their services to help them polish their idea, think through everything and come up with the best way forward. Mm. And then, like I said, um, they will also be exposed to all our networks, um, at the event and then at the conference and on all our social media platforms and stuff. So it's basically a sort of, they, they get marketing from us. Mm. So then, I mean, uh, here I see it says, um, the three final winners will receive their portion of 150. Their portion. Mm. 
this way they are pushing so is, is <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying to understand <laughs> so is it is it 150 split between three people yes um and how much is split on the third runner up second runner up in the main winner how yeah, maybe Kerry, Kerry, you can yeah, jump in Kerry on this will one. Have to. <laughs> so the winner will get seventy five thousand rand. Okay. And then, um, then there's a fifty and a twenty five. Oh, okay. I was already calculating and doing auditing. So if it doesn't make, does make hundred and fifty there, or or Gwenda is keeping ten rands or something. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in perspective, yeah, we normally cap it at twenty. So seventy five and fifty and twenty five. That's a lot of money. It is. And in particular, South African startups, they're very resourceful. 75 and 50 will go a long way yeah, very long. to mm. testing the market and seeing what they can do. Yeah, I know, definitely. Brandon, while you're on the issue, do you want to elaborate a bit on the business support that the winners um, can expect? Uh, I mean, besides the great um, boost in terms of seed capital? Yeah, so... Our programs, we have two formal things. One is a kind of a lean startup methodology with that process I described earlier of what did you do last week, what barriers, what are we going to do next week, and three months of that until you have an MVP or a minimum viable product that someone is paying you for delivering a service. Maybe you haven't built technology. The solution is not an app, so everyone listening out there, do not build an app. Make <laughs> sure there's a business that an app could facilitate hmm. first. Okay. And then if there is something, then we can look at the technology. After mm -hmm. that lean startup kind of thing, mm -hmm. uh, we've built a program that's modeled to uh, Knife Capital, one of the top VCs in the country. We've basically built a program that helps you um, build out your data room, which is all the documentation and controls and governance to match their due diligence checklist. So you have the product, you have the business. Okay, cool. Now, what are all the different things on the legal, the finance, the strategy, the forward-looking stuff, the governance and controls mm -hmm. that you need to be able to take on um, more investment funding? Or an RFP, if you've ever had to submit an RFP document, they're looking for the due diligence stuff. Okay. So it's building out all that you need. We don't do it for them. They mm -hmm. have to do it. Like you were saying, no mothering and smothering. Yeah. We don't do that. Here's the templates, here's the content, here's the tools, now go and do it, and we'll introduce you to lawyers and IP people and finance people if you need that kind of help. Wow, no, I like that. So, I mean, Kerry, tell me, then uh, what else should we be looking forward to in terms of Nation Builder for the rest of the year? Yeah, we're really excited. Um, later on in the year, we're going to be doing our annual conference, and we do one every year. This is our fourth one, and... Um, as we said earlier, the winner from this innovation challenge will be speaking at the conference. So that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. And the theme for this year is South Africa matters. Um, so that's obviously a play on words that we matter, but also we're talking about things related to South Africa. Mm -hmm. And um, the whole day is going to be focused around social innovation, really. So um, we're going to start the morning off looking at the big context as to why it is important to even address um, your social development efforts, when you look at them, looking at them through a social innovation lens. 
And then we're going to have some social innovation examples. Um, so there's good news stories that you were talking about. Maybe you can um, come and get some of those stories at the conference. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, that'll be the, throughout most of the day. And then the conference ends off with us looking into the future. So where could social innovation take us as hmm. a country, um, our local homegrown um, solutions? So a jam-packed day. Um, not long and um, boring speakers, um, upbeat, fun, innovative speakers. And we always have live entertainment. So Majorzy has performed at every single um, conference and we love him to bits. And um, Michael Moll is our MC. Um, so he definitely makes the day um, enjoyable and interactive. So a great day ahead of us. Mm. Gwenda, do you want to give us some of the conference details? Mm, sure. It's going to be on the 21st of August mm-hmm. um, in Linwood, Pretoria. Mm-hmm. So it's at our at the Atterbury Theatre, which is a great venue, and um, like Kerry said, it's it's going to be a lot about innovation and that the fact that social innovation isn't dominated by international players anymore. Like South Africa has got amazing stories, and we want to tell those stories and inspire businesses to um, look at new ways of doing their business and uplifting mm-hmm. society. So yeah, you can also um. We're in the process of setting up the website, but within the week, it's going to be there so you can start registering on proudnationbuilder.co.za for the conference. So, yep. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, so, you, can do, uh, you can come do a live show from our conference. Yeah, no, definitely. I, th- I think it would be exciting to interview some of the guests uh, as well. Um, on the live show that 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 are attending the event mm. to actually give us their experience, you know, mm. as to how it has been and what is their experience on the event. We'll definitely be honored to to come to a live broadcast um, on the event there um, itself. So, Kerry, so now the the the, the website detail it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a proud nation. Builder. Proud Builder. Proud Nation Builder. Proud Nation Builder. That's the web, that's the website where mm-hmm. people are going to be getting all the information. Yep. Oh, and okay. just click on events. So yeah. under events, you'll see Conference 2018. Yeah. Okay. No, definitely. And if you want to have a look at last year's highlights, we've got some phenomenal things you can have a look nice. at from last no, year. No, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely go check it out myself um, as well. I mean, Brendan, quickly, um, how can business get involved with Lunch Lab? Uh, we have a form on the website, but mm-hmm. avoid that. Just email me, Brandon, mm-hmm. at LaunchLab, B-R-A-N-D-O-N at LaunchLab.co.za. Um, that's if you're looking to partner with startups. If you're a startup, you have to go through the process, fill out the form. It's on that LaunchLab.co.za forward slash NationBuilder2018. We need all that info so we can actually capture things properly and communicate okay. with the entrepreneurs. No, definitely. Kerry, uh, people that want to be involved with NationBuilder? Yeah, if you'd like to get hold of Nation Builder, um, you obviously are welcome to go to our website and have a look. But um, you can also contact us on email um, at nationbuilder at murgon.co.za. Um, or you can contact one of us directly. It's just our names at murgon.co.za. So Gwenda at Murgon or Kerry-Lee at Murgon. Okay. Do you, do you want to spell the Murgon for me? Yes, Mergon is M E R G O N. Oh, okay. You you said so, you, okay. Oh, sorry. Continue. Where no, else? I was just going to repeat. It's so it's Nation Builder at Mergon M E R G O N dot C O dot Z A. Oh. We also obviously on social media, so people can find us on Facebook, Proud Nation Builder, and on Twitter, Build S A. 
Oh, okay. Belt essay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, definitely. Let me take this opportunity to thank you, um, all of you, Kerry, Brandon, Gwenda, um, for joining us on the show. I think you wouldn't have chosen a better partner um, and family to partner with in terms of amplifying some of the good work um, that you do. I'm very excited about some of the stuff that um, I think we still set to do for the rest of the year. Um, more than anything, I just want to appreciate you. Um, and Bulelane? I don't know. I think I want to apply, but I don't think I meet the criteria. <laughs> do it. I'm sure take you a do. chance. <laughs> so you want to take a chance? Yeah. Okay. No. The competition sift. There's already 111 signed up. Well, that was this morning. I don't know how many there are now. Wow. No, definitely. But more than anything, we always close off the show in style, um, Kerry. And there's somebody that is on the verge of giving up. Uh, with your 30-second word of inspiration to them, what would you say? Sure. I think um, every step you take makes a difference. So just keep walking ahead and, um, yeah, you're going to influence the lives around you. Um, every person makes a difference. Every person makes a different. Brendan, the way 30 seconds of inspiration to somebody that's listening. Just do it. Just get things done. <laughs> now can't say anything. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to find something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, inspired by the hat here. It's just, just do it. Don't yeah. think, don't talk, don't. Ideas are worth nothing. Execution is everything. That's true. Mm. Gwenda? I would have to say, don't try to do things alone. We always do things better when we do it together. <laughs> You had too much time to think. Yeah, no, he she had That's enough time. That's not fair. It sounds so good. Eh? <laughs> yeah, get things done. <laughs> get things done. Oh, okay. Get things done. Uh, my name is Deborah Homafordi. Uh, this is all that we had for you today uh, on Three Sixty Biz. Catch us again for another exciting installment of Three Sixty Biz next week, same time, same place, and most definitely, do go to Nation Builder and go to the Launch Lab and get to be part of this exciting. Um, competition and initiative that is actually um, taking place. Remember that the competition aims at ideal and supporting South African social entrepreneurs to get a share of 150,000. We're looking forward to actually going to be interviewing you in studio and seeing you as competition goes. Catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Best. My name is Tabo Mafodin and Bulelang Balabala. We are out. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com.